What's up and welcome to Nacho's Cafe. This is your boy Will aka Nacho and today is Talk About It Tuesday where me and a guest will sit and talk about it and whatever it is and that's what we'll be talking about. You ready? We always connect loyalty to our friendships, lovers, or even family. But what about our loyalty to ourselves? In today's episode of Talk About It Tuesday, my returning guest Jonathan Bao and I share our thoughts, experiences, and perspectives on loyalty. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know you guys heard a description of everything, but for the third time, I have my very first guest from my very first podcast episode when I did the Talk About It Tuesday and returning for the third time, you know, three times a charm, is my very good friend, Jonathan Bow. I won't scream it this time. I will keep it, you know. So what made you want to talk about loyalty? Like, what was it that caused you to like loyalty? I feel like a lot of us have experienced, especially during the pandemic, a lot of shifts in our relationships. And loyalty stuck out to me because, oh, my God. I don't know how anybody else has experienced it, but I've personally experienced people who have like pretty much fell off ship during the pandemic, kind of saw people's true colors, kind of started to see who was really there, who wasn't there. And some people kind of just went on their own path. And I feel like that kind of happened with me. And I think you know me as a person to where my tolerance level for like beating around the bush or, you know, BS, I just, keep it moving, keep it pushing. I don't really, I'll say something once, it doesn't change that I'm on my own. And loyalty to me is very important because I feel like with my friendship and what I give to others, of course, we can't always expect the same thing in return, but there has to be a level of respect and, and equality in the relationship, you know? Um, so yeah, with that being said, I feel like people have just fell off the ship you know and it's allowed me to ground myself and focus within me and know like now I see who's really there who's really not you know what I can expect from certain people what not to expect from certain people so it was kind of a bittersweet thing to experience yeah I like that you said that during the pandemic because um a lot of people's true colors did show a lot of like I feel like it was a time to, if any time, really to con- reconnect, you know, relationships, friendships, even family uh, was then, you know, because we had nothing but time to reflect on ourselves, And some people took advantage of that or they just went into a shell or you really did see their true colors, you know. Um, so when you say that, it, it kind of resonates because it does make sense. Um, and I saw that myself a little bit with some individuals, you know, although I had started my podcast, you know, during the pandemic, it was for me a really good way to reconnect with everybody who's been in my life. You know, like I reconnect, hey, let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk about this. Let's, let's get together. I don't care if it's virtual. I know the pandemic, you know, or, um, you know, in person, because it, to me, it was the time to reconnect your loyalties. And I took advantage of that personally, you know, just like, I know I haven't talked to this person in a while. Let me just, you know, 
reach out. Hey, how you doing? Like, what are your thoughts? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I've, I like to keep connections with people because their stories, their lifestyles, what they're accomplishing in their life has always encouraged me alone and also inspired me alone. So I wanted to be, you know, in ways talking about this podcast, I've wanted to use as a platform to touch others like they touched me. And that's my loyalty. I guess that would be my way of showing my loyalties. And I feel like loyalties these days, it's very hard to find because like you said, people beat around the bush and know how to be real. Um, there's a lot of that. And, and if anybody was going to reflect on herself, last year was the perfect time. The pandemic was the perfect time to really reevaluate how you are as an individual. How do you want to be treated? And are you treating others the way you want to be treated? How are you being loyal to your circle of friends or your circle of family members or whatnot? Whatever you consider is your intimate circle, how are you practicing your loyalty? Are you supporting them? Are you talking to them? Are you checking in? You know, yeah, I'm guilty. I'm very bad at checking in. Um, but I have been practicing, you know, more and more because I, I get it we all are busy, but that's no excuse. You know, we're all working on ourselves or working on something or trying to please somebody else, you know? But I feel like when you say, if we're gonna reach out or, or really test our loyalties, I feel like we need to practice that more instead of expecting it to be. So like, what has been some steps that you have done to practice your loyalty to others? I always reach out. I always check in on people, make sure that they're good. If there's anything that I can do on my end, you know, try and motivate, be encouraging, be a positive inspiration to somebody. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've had friends in my circle that were going through things and me, me having the experience that I have with like so much that I have conquered here in California. Um, I feel like I, I'm able to share my story and kind of inspire somebody, but also give them that motivation and that extra push. So that's what, what I bring to the table when it comes to, you know, loyalty and checking in on friends, making sure that I'm establishing that connection, you know, I'm letting you guys know I'm here. If you need me, I'm here, you know? And sometimes it, it's like, <clears throat> we don't want to be that person that's always in somebody's ear. Like, too much you know so there's only so much I can do and at some point I need the equal exchange I need you to reach out to me you know come talk to me see how I'm doing and, and et cetera et cetera um so as far as my steps um I feel like I always try and make time to make sure people know that I'm here you know even with me running my own business and, and being busy and occupied and booked, you know, I still try and make time through, throughout the week to reach out to the people that I need to reach out to, to make sure that they're okay, to make sure that they're doing good, you know. Um, being completely transparent. If I can't get to you right then and there, you know, I always let people know, hey, I, I'm sorry I missed you. I'm in the middle of something. I'm in my workstation. I got all my stuff on you know too much gear to take off to answer a call get right back you know so <clears throat> those have been my steps 
as far as um, making sure that people know where I stand and where my loyalty is with them. And, you know, being one on the other side, um, you really are. You know, you've, you've checked in on me uh, countless times. You know, hey, how's it going? Because um, I know, like, you know, sometimes we'll go for a minute and not speaking to one another for a while. But I understand your craft, which you're alone in that. So I understand that. Um, and but, you know, just checking in, just saying the simple hi and bye and how you doing, you know, you are definitely one that stands by that, who does do that. You know, um, what are some, what have you experienced where loyalties have been kind of testy? Where it's like, mm, you know, oh, he's smiling like he already knows. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's so many examples I can give and use. Um, but again, this is kind of like my personal life, so I don't want to throw too many examples. Um, but I will say that... Uh, like I said, during the pandemic, I, I saw people's true colors and some people weren't really in my circle for the best of interest. Um, rather more, there was just a lot of hip, hip, hypocrites and a lot of people who smiled in my face and act like they were interested in my life. And, you know, behind my back, there's a whole another story going on that got to my ears, you know? And I feel like God really does reveal things to people. And once it's revealed, it's like, what do I do? And my whole thing is the person who I used to be that didn't have patience, well, I still kind of working on my patience, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. <laughs> but <clears throat> I used to respond to everything. You know, I always confront people and call people out and stuff. And at this point in my life, I'm more like, okay, you showed me your two colors. This is who you are. So I'm going to let it be. You know, I'm not going to confront you about it no more. I've talked to you about my concerns. And one one thing people don't understand is that what's done in the dark always comes to the light. You know, and I'm a type of person who's very honest and transparent when it comes to like giving somebody advice or helping somebody out with something trying to conquer their, their goals or whatnot. And I can speak through my experience. That's the only thing I can use. Or those are my tools, you know, so I can give you from what I've experienced what's best. And also I'm very open when it comes to my plans in my life. And, and I guess that's something I had to learn to keep to myself. Don't share that with everybody. Not everybody wants to see you win. So when I'm sharing what I'm going through with starting my business and these are my plans, some people would take that and congratulate me and be so proud. Other people would take that, take note and try to sabotage what I'm doing and belittle it and try and come up and make themselves above me, you know? But like I always say, you can't compete where you don't compare, you know? So we don't have the same storyline. You know, my struggles were completely different than yours. I may have moved out at 18 and worked all my life and paid bills. And your story might be, you know, you were fed with a golden spoon all your life. Everything was handed to you, you know? Um, so we can't, we can't be in competition. You know, my, my, my accomplishments are not going to level up with yours because I am what they call self-made. 
writing that down, self-made. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, so, and I feel like you, you've also seen a lot of my growth and, and the point to where I'm at right now in my life, you know, I pretty much buckled down on who, who I communicate with. I really don't talk to many. Um, I pretty much just stay focused on what my plans are. Um, I've changed up my look. I'm coming to my true self. You know, I'm feeling more connected spiritually. Um, so all of these things are helping me grow and making me a better person, you know? Yeah. And sometimes, you know, people say it's bad to isolate yourself, but I feel like it's necessary sometimes. You definitely need that time alone. You definitely need that time to reflect with your, yourself with nobody else's opinions with nobody else giving you ideas or anything just sit with your mind and, and see what you get Did, have you seen since um some people and their loyalties have kind of fallen off or tried to sabotage your own have you how how did you react in that way did you cut them off did you stop communication or you just kind of like stood back and took note like i know what not to share with you or I know that we obviously don't see ourselves on the same playing field or see our relationship where I thought I saw it. You know, how is, have you seen, or how have you kind of reacted, I should say, to that? I've, there's different scenarios. Um, some people I've completely cut off. I just don't interact with them at all. Um, some people I've just acknowledged what was shown to me and accepted it and just, continued on about my business you know I know what to share like you said what to share and what not to share um but of course in the beginning of this while things were being discovered um in the beginning I, I felt very betrayed you know I felt very betrayed and it, I was hurt and it was kind of like god why can't people give me what I give them, you know, but I had to get out of that mindset because that was only going to lead me into a depression or, or, you know, push me into something and self-sabotage myself. So rather than sink into that, um, I pretty much like dust myself off, looked around me, saw my accomplishments and reminded myself that not everybody's going to be like me, but all I can do is learn from what people show me and keep being myself. I'm not going to let people change who I am, but I am going to learn how to, you know, be more, more uh, strategic with the people I allow in my circle. I think that's very important because some people arrive to take, take notes so that they can better themselves or they show up because they're already jealousy with that jealousy spirit. And they come in to destroy. And there's a lot of people out there that are like this, you know, isolation, it's, it's a perspective, I should say, because when you isolate yourself or take yourself away from being around the crowd so much because there's a part of you that you have to give or you're always on, you know, you don't get a, a moment to breathe, you know, so I feel like when we're around these circles, our circles, you know, there, there's a give and take or it can be simply give, 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 and then um, what are you receiving in return, you know? So it's like, I agree with isolation. Oh, I should say kind of like distancing yourself. Um, the, the part of just kind of distancing yourself from people because we do need that moment to balance ourselves out, you know, because if like, I'm sure we talked about before probably where, you know, there's that autopilot that clicks on, 
and then we're just like not saying anything or we're not we're just doing but we're not without purpose you know mm. it's not going somewhere we're, we're just on autopilot and then we're going this way when we're meaning to go that way but because we didn't stop and pause and like they say smell the roses then what are you doing you know and and if you don't have anybody in a circle that can actually stop you and say hey yo when was the last time you took a moment then we do need to stop and reflect on our circle of people because if no one's really caring about us and care about our well-being then who really is on your side? Because I feel like when you have, you know, loyalties in your life that really care about your, um, your talent, uh, where you're heading, whether they understand it or not, you know, it's really not for people to understand, it's really for you to grasp it. Because like you said, you're walking your shoes, I'm walking my shoes, I can't expect you to get it or expect it in the traditional way. Like if you ain't going to school and you ain't got this and PhD and, and the masters and this, and you're not going to make it. If you ain't got no benefits, blah, blah. You're nobody, you know, who made these rules, you know? So, and, and, and how does that help you in your life since you're telling me about it? How has that helped you? Are you an example of what you're preaching or are you going by a book that was man-made that like hasn't done anything for you? Because everybody lives their life and has their own experiences to their character and to where their destiny lies, you know? And so, like you said, being your own shoes, you can't expect everybody to, to understand that. And um, you owe nobody any explanation, you know? And, and I've learned that myself. And I'm only speaking on that because of my personal experiences, you know? And, you know, I, I was one that enjoyed you telling me and watching you um, thrive and, and be, and have your own business. Like, as you know, and as I said, on our last time we were uh, on here together, I was like, you know, I'm not, I w- I've never been jealous. It's always been something that I'm just so, I was at front row with my popcorn watching like the outcome of something you, one thing that you were going to do, then it transformed. And the fact that, you know, to have it on, on this show, to show that, I mean, I can only imagine what that did for you. If you like, you know, you watch the first episode and then you watch the second one, like, dude, that's not small. That's huge. You know, like it's, you took a leap and that was less with it, less than a year. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, applaud yourself if you haven't already, because you've come so far and I'm just a fan and your friend, you know, so, you know, I'm the least person that will ever be jealous of anybody's accomplishments because that only encourages and inspires me to continue to do what I'm doing and knowing it's going somewhere. And I feel like we have to pause and remind ourselves, where am I going? You know, and sometimes it's okay not to know at that moment. We don't know everything. We're not going to know everything. We're not going to always have the answers, you know, so it's good to take those moments and be like, okay, smell the roses. Mm-hmm. And then reevaluate, okay, am I heading in the way that I wanted to, or am I letting distractions take me left or or right? You know, whatever the way that you 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 are hoping for or thriving or practicing or the whole purpose of the beginning of you starting this walk, are you still going in that direction or what has distracted you to fall off? And sometimes distractions are good because some distractions maybe give you a, another idea, another uh, piece 
to this masterpiece that you're building. It's like, I didn't even think about that. Maybe I should, maybe I should test it out. See if it, uh, if that, if that's the right screw, I should, I should screw into my uh, masterpiece or whatnot, whatever you're working on, you know? So, um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's well, like, like you said, some other worlds is that's very important through anybody's journey, you know? Um, another thing, and I feel like we always end up on this topic, <laughs> on this topic, but, you know, everything you do with the, with the in- intentions that you have set, you know? And I feel like you have to have positive and good vibes, but to your, the, the intentions that you have for what you want have to be positive too. Like you can't go into something and... I don't know, an example would be, okay, you have this friend who's been living in an apartment for over five plus years or whatnot, and you decide, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and buy a house before he buys a house, and I'm going to get the biggest house on the block and the biggest mansion just to show him out, you know, it's going to be, it's not going to be as smooth as you think, because now the intention that you have set, you may get it, but you're not going to be happy. And the process that you got to go through is going to be kind of, God don't like ugly. Let's put it like that. God does not like ugly. And if you're doing anything to try and up somebody else, up on somebody else, or, you know, make somebody else look bad or whatever, those, I'm just a, a, a firm believer in having good intentions brings you good things. Everything that I've done in my life, I've made sure my intentions have been, you know, the best. Um, And I've struggled and whatnot, but every struggle that I've went through was not not out of vain. Like, I learned something through it. I became stronger. You know, it helped me be a better person. Um, Some people are just mentally immature and... They don't think in a way of like longevity, you know, and success and happiness. They think of, let me do this quick move right here to make this person look bad. Or let me do this to up one this other person. You know, like those intentions are not, they don't get people far. So it's always, I, when I hear someone, you know, pretty much throwing shade or trying to, you know, downplay my success, I just smile, sit back and watch the show, you know, because you can talk a big game, but let's see how you get through it. And connecting that even to the one part when you said keeping it private, you know, not telling everybody um, because who knows what their intentions were. You know, I'm I'm a person like that too. Like I don't like sharing anything. I'm like very private. I'm <laughs> like you don't you won't know what I'm working on until it's out, and right, that's right. only been experienced because you never know who's been waiting, and then you you just can't fall through to it. Um, I have been one who I've let myself down because I'm too busy or something doesn't fall through the way I was hoping for. So through those experiences, I have practiced on keeping it to myself. Um, what did you say? Uh, I'm not a, I don't find myself a competitive person. Um, I guess because of that, I will be competitive with myself. Like what I did, let's see if I can up that, you know, or what can I make 
that I did to better that, you know, comparing yourselves with others. It's like, I feel like you lose yourself because then what's the whole meaning of it? Like you said, I got to get a big house because I got to go in bigger than I am going to be it. But then what was the purpose for that? What was the reason? So the reason is for that. So now that you're there, so what next? I feel like when you're trying to do things out of pity, not pity, mm-hmm. petty, pettiness, when you do things out of pettiness, it's empty. It's absolutely empty, you know? So what, so did you get a trophy <laughs> to be better than your your best friend? You got, uh, you got a bigger house than them just to prove a point. What was the point? And how did that make them feel? You know, if that's someone you truly care about, you know, there's all sorts of ways of going about it. But let's say, for example, if you were trying to be better than your best friend or whoever it is that's close to you, obviously you have to know them. Um, how did it make them feel? And how do you feel? Do you feel mighty and, and powerful now? Making someone feel small? You know, so what's 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 the point of that? Like, how do you, do you feel like you're the king now? Of what world? Because when you're standing on a bunch of people, how is that thriving? How is that giving anything? And and how does that make you better? It doesn't. It, it makes you look like a fool. An absolute egotistical fool. And those who are, don't know who they are either in this life, they're going to follow you. And they don't mind being stepped on. They don't mind being made fun of. They don't mind being called worthless. But I'm sorry, I value myself and you ain't going to step on me. Mm. You know, so it's, it's, I don't live that life. And I think, especially for, you know, this in, in work ethics, there's always the competitive spirits, you know, that, that world, uh, uh, work, work itself in every company has a competitiveness to be the one on top. And I just wasn't born that way. <laughs> so it's like, I don't mind being better, like, or I don't mind doing better than what I did. You know, it's like, okay, because sometimes you, you created a, a masterpiece. You don't better that. You leave it as it is. Mm. So then you create something new. And I think that we also have to realize that also when we are at war with ourselves, um, thriving to be better within ourselves, um, because my, my, my thing is being better than I was yesterday. That's my whole thing. You know, as long as today is was I accomplished more or did something more meaningful than I was yesterday, then I, I conquered. I, I'm very, very satisfied that I did it because sometimes even the smallest things are huge. You don't always have to be a grand performance. And I had to tell myself about that. I had to calm down. You know, I was like, dude, it's okay. It's okay to have those down days. It's okay to have a moment to breathe. You know, we can talk about smelling the roses, but are you really doing it? You know, we're talking about loyalties, but how have you been practicing your self-loyalty? How have you been doing that? I took on a challenge to better myself. Um, it's like a six-month six month challenge, and it includes reading, working out, changing my diet, um, Focusing on my business, of course, and changing my image to something that I feel more comfortable with. 
so throughout this whole experience, I started back in February. Um, I've already seen myself transition. Like I see myself evolving. It's a big transformation happening. And I'm happy with the progress and I see where I'm going. So all I have to do is, again, learn patience. Be patient. It's a process. And side note, I wanted to say comment something else when you were talking about people that end up with like the big mansions and all this stuff. So what did you prove? The harsh reality about it is they're going to end up with all these things that they're getting. And number, not like number one is they're not going to be happy about it because it's not something that they genuinely wanted. It's not their wants, you know, it's somebody else's want. And the guilt is going to eat them alive, you know, because you can see in a person's actions, how they change when they meant to do something to harm you. You know, that guilt gets to them and you start to see how the interaction, the interaction has changed, you know, the frequency of things have changed. So the guilt is eating them alive and you just have to sit there and just nonchalantly smile about it. Hey, you know, when my time comes, I'll be ready. I'll be in a position where I have what I want and I'll be able to maintain what I want. Um, but yeah, I've taken out a six months challenge and I'm very happy with where I'm headed. That's, that's my Lord. Every day I wake up and I make sure that I do something that is getting me closer to the goals that I have set for myself. What are some of those best practices? Besides just telling yourself, is there anything else that you do to keep yourself steady on that path? It's all about discipline. And discipline is like one of the hardest things to get used to when, especially after this pandemic, nobody had discipline. They were doing whatever the hell they wanted to do, <laughs> you know? Um, but it's all about discipline. Even when I don't want to work out, okay, if I'm not going to do a full 25-minute workout, let me at least do 10 minutes, you know? Let me do something um take accountability for yourself you know you can't look in a mirror and complain about things that you have the you have the power to change but you're not taking the steps to make those changes and i feel like you know me setting this challenge one thing about me is when i challenge myself i like to see it through and it's even with like my with my business, you know, when people ask me, can you build such and such, such and such? I've never built that, but I'll be more than happy to take on the challenge. There's so much pressure that goes into that, but I enjoy it because it makes me like fight harder. It makes me try and figure things out harder, you know? So I just go harder when it comes to a challenge. I like that. Um... It's like um, we have to take a moment because as I was writing when you were just saying that, I was like, it, you know, expectation on what it looks like. We have, we have an expectation of what success or progress looks like. And progress is progress no matter how big or small. You know, like you said, perfect example. I mean, you said like I may have, let's say, an expectations of, of a successful workout is 25 minutes, you know, but you may not be feeling it one day. And so you think that you're failure because you did 10 minutes, but progress is progress. No matter how big or small it may look like or physically look like or sound like, it's progress. You didn't stop. You kept on going. Even if it's a freaking five minutes, 
you did something to that what you're loyal to you know and so mm-hmm. she, she had to get in huh <laughs> <laughs> but that's I, I think that's that really needs to be spread across the world to those who are really trying to thrive because I, I I'm guilty where you know I'll think like Ugh, I, I, I did I failed or I I think that I didn't do what I was supposed to do because I had 30 minutes and I didn't do 30 minutes I did 20 five minutes 10 minutes but progress is progress it doesn't it doesn't have a time limit it doesn't have an expectation look it is what it is progress is progress if you're practicing it daily five days out of the week it's progress you know and i think that's really something that we really need to remind ourselves and even others you know because i'm sure we see people who are hard on themselves and we know we're hard on ourselves you know but sometimes it's like we spend more time being hard on ourselves than moving forward you know because we want to see ourselves make it, but then we beat ourselves up at the same time. So how can you keep walking when you keep on hitting yourself down? Like, how, you know, you're already a face in the world that do that automatically. You're going to, that's what the, you don't even have to expect. It's going to happen. But then why are you doing it too? Right. Why are you becoming like these hateful people? Don't be hating on yourself. Love yourself and push yourself up. If no one else is going to do it, do it for yourself. If you don't even know how, if you don't know how to do it, well, Start thinking what you would like it to look like and start doing it on yourself. Right. That way you can you can do that. Self-made. Look, I, I've always told you, I am no part of this world. I am a sp- spiritual being having a human experience. <laughs> you know, like, this is what it is. And I sometimes I forget, you know, that the way the world works everybody has the image of what perfection is everybody has the image of what it's supposed to be like what you're supposed to go through and we're all we all have our own experiences our own journeys we're all learning things at our own pace and in our own ways um sometimes yeah you can get advice from other people and something in that advice a message might be there for you um i learned to pretty much detach myself from what the perfect way is you know and I'm forming my own and I'm working towards that and when you wake up and it's like I don't I used to stress about oh I gotta pay this oh I gotta have this I gotta put money in this I gotta you know there's this this I don't do that anymore and I noticed that once I let go and just had faith I'm walking by faith every day I wake up I don't see what step I'm supposed to take I just take the that that's presented to me you know and I work in the flow of the way life is right now you know just whatever God has presented me to do and you you start to become especially like with meditating you start to become so like relaxed and just mellow with things that everything starts to flow to you you know, things just start to happen. Things just start to fit into place. Things just started to fall into place. I stopped caring what people think. You know, I went out and dyed my hair blonde and I don't wear a hat no more. Now I actually rock my man bun. You know, I'm doing things that I never thought I would do. And, I, and it's just flowing. It's flowing naturally to me. Oh, I went and got a tattoo on my arm. Never had tattoos, <laughs> you know? 
it's just it feels right and hey if it's flowing it's flowing you know so I stay in my own lane I do what is best for me um it's very important to know like the energy the energies that you keep around because I feel like a lot of people just let any and everybody in and it sabotages because it drains you and sometimes you wake up and you're like I don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to do this no more. But yesterday you, you were perfectly fine. You know, it's like these energies, this, this shit is real. <laughs> we have to protect it's our true. energies. So that is very important. And, you know, we see people going through all these midlife crises and it's like, they're so stuck in their ways that they're not willing or they're too scared to jump or take a leap of faith. And, I was one of those people who lived by the book. I had to see everything and make sure that it made sense, you know? Now I just take the leap of faith. If it's meant for me, it's going to work. If it's not, then I'll have to start from the bottom and here we go again, you know, rebuild. And that's okay. It's all right. There's always a time limit. Everybody always puts a time limit. You have to have a house by 30. You have to be married by this age. No, that's not how it works. Go at your own pace. And the people that you need, the tools, your helpmates, those are all going to fall into place right when you need them, you know? And that's, that's all you can do is keep working on yourself and keep doing what you love to do. Those connections will come in. Those people, you will run into them. I'm living proof. You really are. <laughs> you really are. And I'm here to attest to that, okay? Because I've been watching, I've... I, uh, you know, and, and I've, I sent nothing but prayers and still do just for your progress and your productivity and just what you stand for, because it's like, if you can do it, anyone can do it. You know, it really just takes faith. You know, sometimes when you're at the very bottom of your last straw, things turn around because you, that's all you have. Are you going to let it snap and fall under or are you going to do something about it? You are at your last straw. What are you going to do? Are you worth it? You know, it's like you had to look in the mirror and, and, and really had to acknowledge like, this is me. What if I don't get a mirror again and don't have this chance to tell myself, maybe I need to give myself a pep talk. And this is the last day of rent. I might get kicked out tomorrow and I'm only going to get this one mirror. I know it sounds funny, but you know, it's like, think about it though. We have to think about ourselves as that last minute. Like what is it that's the last day I have to, to talk to myself, give myself a pep talk to make me feel like someone. People can say a lot of things, but you have to be the one to choose to receive it. And only you know how, what feels right, sounds like, tastes like, you know, it's you and your body, you know, right. so, and it's you and your, your spirit in your body, you know, so only you know what is like right for you, you know, just because it's right for you doesn't mean it's right for someone else. It's your path. It's, it's, it's you and your walk. It's you and your eyes. It's your voice talking to you. It's your ears listening to you. It's all about you. And sometimes we have to get alone in that moment. And it cracks me up. You know, going back to just thinking about last year, the whole pandemic, people going crazy. They, and the thing that I laugh about is people could not sit 
within themselves. They were going crazy. If you can't sit with yourself, then I think that's not a time for you to go out and punish everybody else. I think it's a time for you to sit down and reflect like there's something wrong with me and I need to fix it or I need to work on it. If it's not, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. But if it's something that's a little cracked, maybe you need to work on it. Find the right glue to glue it. Maybe get Mm. rid of it and start all over again, you know, because there's a lot of, it just cracked me up watching people getting depressed. Um, and, and the funny and sad thing is, is that it didn't surprise me because nothing changed. It just is brought to the front. If you can't sit with yourself, then you need to figure it out what makes you think that anybody else wants to sit with you. You know what I mean? If you right. cannot sit with you, you got to be around people to be acknowledged then you're gonna live a lonely ass life and not in a good way a very pathetic way sorry Mm -hmm. not sorry for saying that but it it is what it is if you can't sit with yourself why what makes you think that anybody else wants to sit with you and yeah you can play the victim card like they don't like me well do you like you yeah maybe that's why they don't like you you want change? It starts at home. You want loyalty? It starts at home. Start being loyal mm. to yourself. Stop being loyal to everybody else. I got to be loyal to here and there. Well, what about you? When are you going to be loyal to yourself? When are you going to take that moment and have some progress within yourself, productivity in yourself, worth in yourself? You know, it's it all comes back to self. Yes, so, yeah. so it all starts with you. It all starts with yourself. Um, it does. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like people should always evaluate the people that are around them. And you have to think about where you want to be. Where do you want to go in life, right? What's your mission? What's your purpose? And then you have to think about the people you give your time to. You know, are they are they just benefiting from you or are you also benefiting and getting an equal exchange? Are they helping you grow or are you the only one helping them grow and they're not really trying to reciprocate? Um, There's been many experiences where I've, and this is why I always say every encounter that you have, there's a meaning behind it. There's a reason why you met such and such person. You know, it might've been a message there. It might've been something for you to grow. Um, but I think it's very important that we do what I call like a cleanup of my circle. Just evaluate everybody's energy. What are they bringing to the table? Are they going to help me get to where I'm going? You know, there's those friends that you have, they call you and they'll stay on the phone for hours, just breathing, you know, (laughs) and it's like, um, okay. (laughs) You know, we used to do that in high school, but right, well, right now it's like, hey, you know, I don't want to be on the phone talking about, hey, how about them beers? You know, I, I don't want that. Like, talk to me about, have you read any books lately? You know, what have you done to push towards your dreams or your goals? You know, what steps are you taking? Are you struggling with anything? Those are the type of conversations I enjoy because it's stimulating, you know, and then sometimes they get deep and you know how I get sometimes I like 
go into another world and you hear me preaching and it's that's actually me in the spirit like trying to it's just a stimuli like I live for it um but yeah you know and focus on don't let nobody tell you what you can and can't not do and how you should and should do things you know everything we have to learn from experience we have to understand what works for us saying by the book um people it's funny because you we have to like i I feel like people like me and you um where we have kind of had that epiphany and we broke out we finally came without the from the ashes and we rose above it but there were ash people that we were surrounded by then and still surround surround ourselves with so if we're thriving and we're growing and we're rising, we have to cut some of them people off. Um, and whether it hurts them or not, they're not gonna understand, even though you will try to tell them, show them in every possible way you can to get them to get it, but they're not going to get it. You may, maybe one person out of that crowd who literally was like stuck by your side, it's like, yo, let's, yes. Okay, I, I'm right behind you, I'm gonna get it. Don't wait for me because I'm not, <laughs> you know, but you can't always slow down your progress to get everybody caught up. But, you know, but in the same sense, it's not bad, but you just got, you really got to know your circle. You got to know who you're entertaining. Are you entertaining? Are you feeding? Are you connecting? Are you growing? I mean, there's so many ways to connect with others, you know, and, you could just be feeding them and they're digesting, but you know, they're just a black hole and they're just like eating and eating and eating, but nothing's growing from it. Nothing's nourishing from it. It's just a black hole. Right. Um, wasting your time, you know? And so when, if we continue to surround ourselves with individuals with that small mind, like you said, um, or just the, by the book individuals, who just stay by these rules and, and don't know break out, they're going to always continue to be closed-minded, jaded, and narrow-minded. They're not going to be able to see that you can take a leap and make your work. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to see because they got to see calculations. They got to see scientific proof. They got to see political polls. They got to see it just doesn't add up. It's not supposed to. Not all the time. Sometimes you just got to go for yourself and figure it out. Find out. Aren't you hungry? People want instant satisfaction. Like, satisfaction. like, I said that wrong, didn't I? Satisfaction. Yeah, but I know what you meant. Instant <laughs> gratification. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, you know, and it's like, you have, you have to figure out how to be happy with small beginnings. You know, when I first moved out here, I was sleeping on my clothes with a blanket over them as my bed. That was my bed. You know, you have to start small and be okay with that. It's not about, oh, I have this brand new designer bedroom set and I have this brand new couch that cost me a thousand dollars. You know, that's what people want. You want to become a millionaire overnight, but it's a process. When a doctor tells you you're pregnant, you don't leave out of there holding a baby. It's a process. You will be a mom in nine months you know it's you got to understand it's a process and some people don't like that and those I feel like are the small-minded people that try and seek just 
everything quick, 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 quick. They don't want to hear nothing else. They don't want to hear about, you know, the progress. They want to hear, how can I wake up tomorrow and have a million dollars in my account? I don't, I don't know how that works for anybody, but unless you're Beyonce or Jay-Z. <laughs> but even they had it work. It, yeah, that's I mean, right. You're right. They had to yeah. work to get to it. They had parents that put it into them, but they had to also decide, is this what I want to? And like Beyonce cut the ties with her daddy who was trying to, you know, do that. And she did her own thing. You know, so it's like, you got to know the people who are in your corner. Are they self-benefiting it? Or are they really pushing you? Mm-hmm. We have to really recognize that we have to pay attention, you know, because that person that's talking a lot and in your corner, you know, they're like talking and talking and talking. And it's like, well, what are you getting from it? And I'm not saying to have that mentality because that becomes paranoia, you know, like, well, what are, what are you getting at? Because if you have to ask that question, because I feel like when you really have genuine people who are in your corner, you don't ask that. Like, what are you, what are you gaining from this? But if you have to ask yourself, like, well, what are you gaining? Well, then there's a, there's a flag sign there within that relationship, that connection um, there. Because are they doing it to self-benefit? Are they there to gain something? Are they going to later down the line when you become successful? Do you remember when? Oh, you rolled your eyes. You already know, huh? You know, it's, it's, it's so sad because I don't and I practice. I've ne- I, no, I'm not that person because I genuinely want the best for those who are dear to me and close to me. And mm. I want to be at the front row watching like you. I want to be there and watch your prog- progress, your success, and that you really value it as much as I'm valuing your worth. Like I was cheering you on and it's just amazing to see you do it and get it. You know, like it's, like I've said many times, I get blessed by watching those around me, very close to me, get blessed. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I believe in the potential. I see everybody's potential around me. But do they see it? And so it's beautiful to have seen your potential and you see it as well. And you used it and you built into what you are standing in now. I love that you said, you know, start off with just a sheet over your bed or whatnot. You know, I, I stand by that because, you know, when you said that, it kind of resonated within me too, because as I've said numerous times on, my, on this show about how I started this new kind of outlook on myself, I had to say no a lot to a lot of things that I always say yes to because I kept saying yes to being so available to everything else but myself. And I had to start saying no. There is power in no sometimes, you know? Yeah, we want to be a yes man, but I don't want to say yes all the time. I'm not saying yes is bad. I'm just saying sometimes you got to know when to say it and allow yourself to say it. But for me, I had to start saying no so that I can manifest what I'm living in right now in this moment, you know, I had to manifest that. And sometimes I have to take a moment, like what you said, I, I have to look around my room, my room, my home that I'm living in right now, just to remind myself, you're, you, don't forget to count your blessings. Like, mm-hmm. you did this, you manifested this to be what it is. You're looking at it like, what's next, but what, why don't you bathe in it? Just, just take a moment what you manifested 
and it came became reality. Don't just don't just sleep it on the rug. Don't be like acting like you want to be very humble about it. Yeah, you're humble about it, but don't forget about it. Just because you're not telling this person, that person. And I, and I have this mentality where I don't want to talk about, I guess, my blessings because I don't want it to come off as arrogant. And then again, I have to also reflect like, then I must have been entertaining the wrong crowd. To actually have that mentality to, to make myself feel like I am arrogant when I am literally testifying about my blessings that have come true, that I have manifested. You know, it's not a cocky, arrogant thing when, when we're talking about it. Like, I am sitting with you, sharing this with you, and I don't feel like you're judging or you're like, here we go, talking about it again. And same thing when you share with me just from your beginning to where you are now, because it's not the end, it's still going. And mm. so I, it, I guess I get excited every time. I could talk about it every day, Jonathan. <laughs> It's like, I guess our walks, you know, where, where we were and where we are, you know, yes. it's, it's a beautiful thing and it's an amazing thing. And to sit with someone that values it equally, um, mm-hmm. we really got to check our crowds who we entertain. And I'm saying that out loud so I can remind myself because it's not a bad thing to talk about where you come from. I feel like we have to remind ourselves because sometimes we forget because everybody else is looking at us with jealousy eyes, with judging eyes, with misunderstanding eyes, but they don't get, how can someone like that get that? Mm, who do they sleep with? Mm, who do they pay? Oh my gosh. No, it, no, it, no. Who you sleep with? Who you know? And yes, it does. And like this, it does count to who you know, but when I know God, <laughs> I do know somebody. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, so like I do know somebody. Okay. So, I mean, who you know? Exactly. You know, and that's not to say there's always going to be a struggle. Like, there's always going to be some type of trial or something you have to go through. You know, I almost lost my finger working in my station. Hard. And I caught in a belt sander and it was traumatic let me just say that you know it only got my nail thank god but it's growing back um but in that moment i felt defeated like i'm always so careful what happened what did i do wrong i shouldn't do this no more i might end up losing my hand next time i can't but instead of letting that you know discouraged me to continue some of my projects got delayed because i couldn't work i was out out of commission for three weeks my clientele is amazing. They were all understanding. You know, we showed them proof of what happened and it was great. But that was, I believe, like God telling me, I told you to put on your protective gear. I've been telling you to wear gloves. I've been telling you to put on your goggles. So now before I enter that workstation, I have my gloves on. You know, and sometimes these things happen to show us that discipline to show us, you, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to push you back five steps, but this is, you're going to learn something in this, you know, and not give up, keep pushing, keep working. And it's very important to, to not be so hard on yourself, you know, don't take things so deeply and let it like control your day, your mood, your everything, you know, acknowledge it, understand, try to understand and put it together. If you don't get it that moment, it'll come to you. 
but keep on pushing towards what you're supposed to be doing. You know, stay focused. Follow on course until successful. I stand by that. And that's loyalty. Because if you are expecting those around you to be loyal to you when you do have your ups and downs, like your loyal clients, those are loyal clients who understood that's what loyalty is. So you also have to understand yourself too. You have to understand that just because you had this setback doesn't mean you have to question the purpose, the destiny, your decision on being your brand, your self-made brand. This doesn't mean you, this is the end. It just means wake up and take moments. Stop and smell those roses. Be loyal to yourself. That means take a minute. That means take a minute. You don't always, we, we're human. We can't always be on go. And that is hard. And I'm sure you know that by now it took you to hurt your finger, hurt yourself to really grasp that as a reality. Damn, that's for real. It is for real because you really have to take a moment. You know, I have to say like, I meet individuals that actually help me understand that, you know, cause like, it's okay to have vacation time. It's okay, even if it's two days, you know, if you, if you have a weekend off, have a weekend off. Mm -hmm. Don't think it's a guilty thing because you're not working right now. It's okay. You deserve that moment. And now if you start finding that that two days, three days has turned into a month, okay, you got too comfortable. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, hey, what happened? What happened? <laughs> you know, maybe you incur, you, whoever was telling you to do something, mm, that's the bad show to get off. Let me, let me get back to work, you know? But it's, it's really about your loyalty to yourself because if you are loyal, that means you are going to understand those down days exist and you need them, mm -hmm. you know? So when you have loyal fans, you have loyal clients, they are understanding. That's what loyalty is. It's, it's being understanding of the struggle, but being loyal no matter what, no matter what happens. So be loyal to your purpose, be loyal to what you have crafted from that mind of yours, Jonathan, and, and what you've done, what you are doing, and what you're about to continue to do and conquer. Be loyal to that. Be loyal to that. I Ooh, come on, loyalty. <laughs> I definitely will. You know, it's... Did you? it's and, and that was loyal to you, too. <laughs> God, very. Um, what were you, you said? Be loyal to yourself. Yeah, I will definitely be loyal to myself. You know, it's very accomplishing, you know, being able to experience the things that, you know, we have experienced and we never changed as who we, you know, individuals, you know, our morals and our values remain the same. You know, we don't tolerate the stuff that was disrespectful to us, but we remain, you know, I remain Jonathan, you know, and you've always remained well, you're, you've treated me the same, you know, we've been, we've had that same friendship for years now. And I think in the midst of those things, a lot of people change. And even when money becomes, money comes into people's lives, they switch up and change. Now they can't hang with you. They think they're above you. And, and I've never had them. I've always remained humble. You know, I don't brag. I don't, 
do all of that. I just stay in my lane and I remain the same person. And that is hard to find. And that is being loyal to your character, you know, and having that integrity. And those things are so rare because people are always trying to be you or imitate you, you know, and it's, it gets annoying because it's like, I'm the type of person when I see somebody else is doing good, I'm, I'm their friend. I'm trying to learn like how, you know, put me up. How do right, I, right. Right. What are you reading? What's your blueprint? You know, yeah. like with Oprah, I did so much research on Oprah. I saw what book she was into, what book she was reading. Maybe this will give me, you know, <laughs> that's how you do it. You don't try and put somebody else down and try to, you know, be better than that person. And you have, you have to maintain that loyalty. And with me now, it's, I'm loyal to myself and I'm loyal to those who are loyal to me. I'm not, I don't have the time to sit here and fight and argue and, and do all this stuff. Number one, like that, number one, I have a business now that I have that I have something to lose. That's an asset, you know? So what do I look like? The owner of Boko on the news getting into fights and, and being uh, messy, you know, that's going to give me a bad rep. So I have to be very careful with who I entertain and what battles I choose to fight, you know? So at this point, I'm just at peace in my life. I've removed what I needed to remove. God showed me what he needed to show me. And I just keep moving and I'm at peace. I don't let anything else distract me or bring me down, you know? So once you get to that mental state, I feel like it, it's the best feeling ever. Because you just wake up every day. You're doing what you love to do. You know, you I love to build things. So every day I wake up. I'm doing what I love to do. I'm at peace. And I don't allow anybody to, if I, if, if you call me, as soon as I ask for the phone, you're cursing and upset, I'm hanging up. <laughs> I'm yeah, hanging up. Let's that. start over. You know, let's don't do this again. So those are things to be very conscious of. Like, you know, when people, when you're talking to people on the phone and they're just negative and cursing and swearing, it's like, I just woke up in a great mood and you just called me and uh, click, let's, let's do this again. You know? So. Right. Those are, those are. Um, Funny you say that because um, I agree 100%. I used to talk to somebody who all they did was complain every time the minute they, I answered the phone, they were complaining about work, this and that, you know, and it's like, what are you grateful for? Okay. No. If you can't call me and be grateful on what's positive in your life and what, what are you working on, don't call me. And then that soon became the end of that relationship. <laughs> but, and you know, you got, yeah, you, you, you can't entertain that because they're going to continue to do it. And if you are always available for them to do that, they're always going to call you to empty the load off on you and then leave. It's like uh, hit it and quit it. Mm, Literally. No. They gonna hit it and then they quit it. Oh, thanks, deuces. I'm out. Forget about you. Forget about your satisfaction. You know, it's <laughs> you know? literally like it's 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 like that. And there's so many people like that. And if you cut it off in the beginning or cut it off when you start seeing the sign, like uh, if you ain't got nothing else to be grateful for, don't call me. Mm. Ooh, you're such a bitch. It is what it is. You're already complaining again. So shut it. <laughs> You're welcome. It is what it is. You know that? I don't know. I have like mixed feelings about that. What? 
statement. It is what it is. What is your what is your left and right side of that? Perspective. I understand that it is what it is, as in like some things won't change. You know, some things you just gotta let it be. But if you're a person who is having problems with what is and you have the power to change what is, but you settle to say it is what it is instead of changing, then that's a problem because that means that you're not trying to grow. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that, I have a friend that says that a lot. And (laughs) you can have to edit this. It bothers me because there's so much potential there in that person. There's so much they can change. And instead of trying to change, they settle for it is what it is. This is my life. This is how I'm going to live for the rest of my life. And it's like, okay, then stop complaining about it. Those are my two sides. I don't know. It seemed like it was only one side, though. (laughs) It's only one side. Because you you focus on the negative of it is what it is, you know, um, because of their minds are not, um, they don't know how to, they don't, they've accepted defeat, and they're not going to do anything about it. They accept to be a victim, be, and they're not going to do anything about it. So therefore, it is what it is, became a negative, but you can also change it. And I'm one that always like to try not try. I, I'm one that likes to practice on seeing both sides to understand it because I will always be that advocate, I guess. You know, like, okay, I'm going to be the opposite now. You know, me and you have had this conversation so many times in the past, you know, talking about expectations and intentions, you know, so um, <laughs> <laughs> so it is what it is. My thing, what I used to do is I always said that they say it, it is what it is. So there it is. And mm-hmm. it was like, you're giving, here's a piece of pie, now deal with it. And how you deal with it is going to say a lot about you. Are you going to deal with it because you're actually going to eat it because someone gave it to you? Or are you going to be like, this ain't me. Mm. So there it is. It is what it is. My It is what it is. It's who I am. And so I'm going to make that is count for who I am. And it is what it is. If you don't like it, bye. So changing that into a positive, another way into like, it can be a phrase that you're annoyed by because of the person that you connect it with. So therefore, mm-hmm. it has given you this negative outlook of that phrase because you have related it to that individual. Just like a song can remind you of an ex. But if you don't change it into another meaning and say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to let that person ruin a good song. So you have the choice to make it is what it is, be your is and not theirs. Do I need to elaborate more? No, I get it. But the first thing I said was, oh, the first thing I said was, I get that it is what it is when it's a situation like that can't be changed, right? And see, I'm going to push on that one because I guess um, I kind of realized now what a friend of mine said back in the day, what he did not like the word change. Um, and I'm going to ask you this too. Um, and I kind of, I'm getting a clarity in my mind uh, just in over the time that we were talking uh, where we're talking about change. Um, 
Do you believe people can change or do you believe people don't change? I believe people can change. Now, do you believe people who are going to be who they are no matter what? No. How so? Because some people are not authentically themselves. They're trying to portray like a character. It's a character to try to impress others or fit into other groups. What about, what are your thoughts on Evolve and transformation? I believe I, I, those kind of relate to change. You, you change, you grow, you evolve, you transform. If that was the case, why did you say all, all the words? You just say one and it means that one. That those are all the examples of one word. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said them. They all fall into the same category. <laughs> you know, I, I agree with you. I do agree with you. Um, I also have to disagree too because I have to understand the other mindset of individuals who do not like that word change. And I understand where they're, we are who we are. Mm -hmm. And that is the seed that was planted in the very beginning of our living. And through right, life, right. we transform, we evolve into the authentic person who shouldn't change. Because I feel like if we're always changing, then who are we? You know, but if we are always evolving, that means we're always growing. If we're always transforming, then where does that transformation end? Or is that something that evolves. So the reason why I'm saying like all of these have a different kind of root change can be like, oh, I'm changing for the better. Okay, how so? Because I transformed this, you know? So like, is there foundation? To me is never changed. It is the root of who you are that is embedded. Because sometimes we need to have something that's unchanging, unwavering. We need that. Because if we are always changing, who are you? Because yeah. you're different today, you're different tomorrow, you were different yesterday, who are you? And there's a lot of people who are always changing. But if you don't change who you are, but evolve who you are, that's a, that's a difference. So you're staying true to your foundation, but you're evolving and growing that to where then compared to what it was in the beginning to where you are now. You were always, like you said, let's say Will is always going to be Will. His looks may change. His hair is going to do some different style. He's probably going to approach something different, but he stays true to who he is. That's the thing that doesn't change. You know, so I understand when people say they don't like the word change because they don't, in their mind, is what I kind of deliver to you right now. It's like, well, I'm not changing who I am. And I get it. You know, so that's why I'm coming at it in an opposite way on what you were saying, because I know there are those out there who are like, well, I haven't changed who I am. I've just transformed or I've evolved. I'm always going to be that soul that's inside me. That never changes. But just about how I go about things or how I approach things is going to show my transformation or how I see the world or how I've learned to see myself. Does that make sense? Yes. So like, I'm not, I like that. Agreeing, I'm completely agree with you, but I am also speaking on the other side of it to like, like see for those who don't like 
I understand people who don't like those words. And it took me a minute too, just like you. Like I took me a minute, like, but change is a good thing. But some people don't like that because maybe people have been victimized by others to say you're always changing and that got to them. You know, so sometimes we have to realize that just because we have found our truth, we can't expect our truth to always be others' truths. And just because they come at it in a different angle does not mean they're false. That is their truth. And we have to admire and appreciate that because that's how we evolve as a human race is if we learn to listen to one another and learn to actually respect others' perspectives, whether you agree with it or not, there's nothing wrong with just listening to someone else's perspective. And that's what I have learned. So, and I learned that with you because I was stuck hold on the intentions and expectations, you know? I was stuck on that, like, no, it is this and it is that, you know? (laughs) I stand true to it still, but in a different light. You know, it doesn't change my thoughts on, but I opened up a little bit, like, I was connecting expectations with intentions when they're actually two different things. And it took you to actually kind of like deliver that to me and I understood it. Intentions can always be good. Is I guess the intentions is the approach, you know, of, of things. Is your approach good? Is your approach bad? Is what's your intention? You know, what's your intention in this freshman? What's your intention in this job? Is it going to begin in with, you know, expectations? Well, what are you expecting out of it? And, you know, like, and it's always, it's good and it's bad to have expectations is why I always stuck on the bad thing, but I get the good things because why can't you expect good out of it? You know, mm-hmm. expecting good is not bad. But if you're expect, I guess I related the negative to it was it of looks like expectations. Like I expect it to look this way. And when it comes in a way that doesn't come the way you expected it, therefore you become disappointed instead of grateful. Right. You know, so it's like have an open expectation. I, I should go about that saying that like, well, have an open expectation. Just know that it may come as it is. You know, it, it may come at it as it is, but are you going to judge that because it didn't come the way you expected it to be? That's or are you going right. to allow the blessing to be what it is? Right. You see how I turned it around? <laughs> yes. Very good. I like that, though. I like that. <laughs> you know, I like to connect things. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> Oh, this has been a really good conversation. I do know you have something to do, but um, this actually was a really good conversation. It's how we've talked on the phone. Like, ladies and gentlemen, this is how me and Jonathan literally talk on the phone. We'll mm-hmm. dive in and like, whoo, that's it. I got it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally a moment like we just had church right now, guys. Right. And, Message. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know the last time we talked about the, you know, your job and everything, like your, your work, your craft, your passion, which you, mm-hmm. which you've created your brand, you know, and now it was, I'm so happy we finally got to kind of like our connection to elaborate on how we have become really good in individual friends with each other, you know, have a great connection. Um, Cause this really was our foundation. Right. Literally. This is where I'll like, well, everyone, cause I know I understood when you were like, there a lot of people I've brought it up, you know, but they're like, well, what if? And I'm like, well, what if what? Go on, elaborate. <laughs> like, 
let's go about it. let's talk about it you know i'm not gonna judge something just because you come from a different world than i do what mm-hmm. is your world let me hear about it i can probably learn something i can connect something i teach me more about me and my world right and we both like we started off with that whole spiritual connection and then like we just seen each other transform and grow and manifest so much you know into our lives you know we used to talk about things that we wanted to do and now you're actually living you manifested that place you know i remember you talking about it and yes thank you (laughs) you know this is one right here i talked about it too yeah you know we used to have these conversations and you did it and you know you're podcasting look where it's taking you look at all all the different routes you've went now and with me you know you've seen me from from Smart and fucking smart and final associate. Yes. Living my dream right now. Yes. I don't know how I feel about this video though, Will. You're gonna have to just do a voice over. <laughs> this is too What clean. do you mean? You don't like you don't like it? Huh? No, it's too clear. You know, I had to wake up early to go to the dentist. I didn't get to do my beauty regimen or <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Okay. Well, with all that said, thank you so much for being my guest. Thanks for having me. A third time. Third time's a charm. And I really enjoyed our conversation today. Um, Loyalty. I love it. Um, And I'm glad that it was the first thing that popped into your head. Mm. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. You know, you're breaking me. You're helping me as I'm helping you with these, like, podcasts because it's helping me be in front of a camera and talk and communicate. So, two-way street here. We're both growing. All right. Well, thank you so much for being my guest. And we are out. All right. And that completes today's Talk About It Tuesday episode on Not Just Cafe. Thank you so much for listening. And remember... When you run into a mental wall of personal perspective, talk about it.